Jingle, jingle, jingle. This is Worst Take. Coming at you from my room. What's going on, guys? We got Makana. Just Makana today. I'm the only one here. We got a little bit of a sickness going around. But I'm still here with you guys. So I wanted to get out a little bit of content today. Today's Thursday. And so that means we're going to be doing historical. And today will be our first NBA segment. So for the viewers out there, I am a Oklahoma City Thunder fan. So... If you think that I'm biased in any of my selections that I say, you might be right, you might be wrong. Hit me up on Twitter. Try and tell me that I'm wrong. I'm totally okay with that. But just remember, these are my opinions. This is just what I think. So today I'm basically going to be going over my top five players at each position all time. Then I'm going to get into my top ten players of all time. And then I'm going to say what I would think would be an all-time team, um, and this is not the best point guard, best shooting guard, best small forward, and so on on a team. This would be the best team that I think would that would play the best together and would be able to beat anybody, no matter the players that you put up against them. So, get right into it. I'll start off with my greatest point guards of all time, top five. Um, number five, I'm going to go with Steve Nash. Um, I am pretty young, FYI, so I'm only 20 years old. So if recency bias might play an opinion, I tried to not be recency biased, but I'm going to go with Steve Nash at five. Number four, I'm going to go with Isaiah Thomas. Number three, I'm going to go with Steph Curry. Number two, I'm going to go with John Stockton. Number one, I'm going to go with Magic Johnson. Now, I think it's pretty unanimous that Magic Johnson is the greatest point guard of all time. Um, maybe like really... Young people would say Steph Curry. However, I think that the thing holding Steph Curry back is no finals MVPs. And also he hasn't done it for long enough. Um, But the two league MVPs, having that unanimous MVP is the only one in history. Um, I think that's huge. That leaps him over Isaiah Thomas, in my opinion. And then Steve Nash obviously doesn't have a finals appearance. Or doesn't have a finals championship. Uh, That really hurts him. But two MVPs. That's huge. Uh, honorable mention, I would say Russell Westbrook. However, I don't think Russell Westbrook's better than any of those guys. So, tried to keep him out of there. Um, but another honorable mention would be like a Jason Kidd. I think he could definitely have a case. However, just don't think he's as good. Um, next, let's get into shooting guards. I'm going to go with number five, Allen Iverson. Number four, James Harden. Number three, I'm going with Dwayne Wade. Two, I'm going with Kobe Bryant. Number one, I'm going with Michael Jordan. Now, the shooting guard position out of all of the positions is probably the most recently driven um, other than Michael Jordan, who, in my opinion, is the best. I don't think that's even debatable. Uh, and I am a huge Kobe fan, but Michael Jordan is by easily the greatest shooting guard of all time. Uh, but other than that, all the other guys they played recently... Allen Iverson would be the oldest out of those guys, but very new school position, just being able to score the ball, take it off the dribble. Um, So five, Allen Iverson, getting his team to that championship. That's huge. One of the greatest small players in NBA history. My opinion, probably is the greatest handles in NBA history. Just all around great score. Then James Harden, getting into him. Um, I know he's very controversial in his play style. However, you cannot deny the fact that James Harden is one of the most gifted offensive players the NBA has ever seen, even if he plays like every game is a joke and he doesn't care. 
But, hey, he's still really good. He's scoring like 38 points a game right now. Already won an MVP. He's like always in the top three conversation for MVP. Um, people are just kind of getting tired of watching James Harden put up 35 points a game. Um, then Dwayne Wade. Uh, I think he's really underrated in the 2000-2010s era where you've got LeBron and Kobe. But Dwayne Wade led his team to championship with Shaquille O'Neal. Um, and then obviously played with LeBron, and that kind of tainted his legacy, I would say. However, um, I don't think it should. Um, he was still very clearly very good when he was playing with LeBron, and it's not like LeBron was just carrying him completely. Um, sorry, my computer's being a little bit loud right now. Um, hopefully it doesn't affect the audio. But let's get into small forwards. Number five, I'm going to go with Elgin Baylor. Number four, I'm going to go with Dr. J, Julius Irving. Number three, I'm going with Kevin Durant. Number two, Larry Bird. Number one, LeBron James. Now, don't think number one is debatable whatsoever. LeBron James, greatest small forward of all time. Like Michael Jordan. Like, you can't debate that for greatest position of all time. Um, Then Larry Bird. I also don't think it's debatable that anybody's really better than Larry Bird. I think a couple of new school people might say Kevin Durant. Uh, people hate, like to hate on Larry Bird. Um, some people think that it's just an old white guy thing to love Larry Bird. But I think Larry Bird is one of the most gifted passers in NBA history. Um, obviously one of the most gifted shooters. However, he didn't play in an era where the three-point shot was nearly as prevalent. Uh, but still... I mean, he said in one game, he's like, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to play this game left-handed. You know what he did? And he scored a lot of points because Larry Bird is that good. Um, Kevin Durant, obviously, current player. I'm a big Kevin Durant fan. And I think that he's easily the third greatest small forward of all time. Just his scoring ability is one of the greatest of all time. Has an MVP. And now that he has two NBA Finals and two NBA Finals MVPs, that solidifies it and him not being there in the Toronto Raptors series last year. I think it showed. Um, now, I don't want to say if Kevin Durant played, they would have won. But I think that it could it could have made a big difference. Um, Julius Irving over Elgin Baylor. Why I had that was just Julius Irving's kind of legacy. I think that he's more talked about just his impact on just dunking as a whole, I think that plays a big impact in just how people view him. And so that's why I'm going with him. One guy that I think could definitely rise onto this list is Kawhi Leonard. Um, while he doesn't have an NBA MVP league, he does have two finals MVPs and has taken down two of the greatest teams of all time in the LeBron James Miami Heat and then the Golden State Warriors People put like an asterisk by that. I don't think so. Still had to go through that amazing Sixers team. He had to go through the MVP in Giannis. Um, just completely changed Toronto's basketball franchise around. Um, not to say that they were that bad, but they just couldn't get over that hump. But Kawhi Leonard definitely working his way towards being in the top five. I think he's really, really close. Not going to put him there yet. Uh, maybe he just needs to play a couple more years. But getting into power forwards... Um, number five, I'm going to go with Charles Barkley. Number four, I'm going with Kevin Garnett. Number three, I'm going with Dirk Nowitzki. Two, Carl Malone. Number one, Tim Duncan. 
Now, I don't think that um, the number one spot is too debatable. I think Tim Duncan winning five NBA championships and playing for as long as he did is just majorly impactful. Just a terrific defender, ter- terrific just player overall. That's why they call him Mr. Fundamental. Um, just, he could do everything. Carl Malone played a very long career, second highest points in NBA history in a career. And he couldn't get that ring, but I'm not going to knock it too much because he was going against Michael Jordan. Um, like, that's really tough. Michael Jordan kept a lot of people from getting rings. And Carl Malone being able to just put up those consistent points with John Stockton, just being a ter- terrific duo for the countless years that he played. I think that's got to put him up there. Just great score. Um, number three, I'm going to go with Dirk. Um, just another guy that played a tremendously long career. Also very loyal. I think that does play a little bit into my picking selection is how loyal you were. I think playing with one team um, gives you more of a reliability factor when talking about the organization and fan bases, just knowing that you have that cornerstone in your back pocket like Dirk was for the Mavericks for the 20 years that he played. Um, Kevin Garnett, just one of the best defensive forces of all time. Uh, won an MVP, won a championship. Um, not much to say about KG, just a fantastic player. Then Charles Barkley, just great rebounder. Didn't win a championship, but I still think he was just so dominant in his career um, that you just can't keep him off this list. Um, I'm going to plug in my phone right here. It's got my little notes. But um, moving on to center position, uh, number five, I'm going to go with Bill Russell. Uh, number four, I'm going with Shaq. Number three, Kareem. Number two, Hakeem. And number one, I'm going to go with Wilt Chamberlain. Now, I know that my pick for Wilt Chamberlain is definitely debatable. However, I think that Wilt Chamberlain is the most athletic player to ever play in the NBA. And he's also the most dominant player to ever play in the NBA. And some people may argue that he was going against Scrubs. Uh, people argue that Jordan played against Scrubs. But I think people don't realize that athleticism throughout history doesn't change as much. While, yes, people are getting slightly, slightly faster, slightly, slightly stronger. That's why we're still getting world records in 100-meter dash and at the Olympics. People are improving, but they're not improving dramatically. It's not like he was going against people that had zero athleticism. Like, he was still going against very athletic people. Um, It's just that the form the fundamentals that they have that we have now obviously weren't there when they played people dribbled like eight-year-olds however it still worked we would not be able to play basketball if it weren't for the pioneers and Wilt Chamberlain pioneered the center position now it's kind of a misconception that Bill Russell clamped Wilt Chamberlain um Bill Russell won 11 championships that's obviously why he's on this list um, my opinion, probably the top five greatest defender of all time. Um, but the problem I have with Bill Russell is he played with so many other fantastic superstars. Um, Sam Jones, Bob Cousy, those kind of guys. Those Celtics teams were completely stacked. People talk about the Golden State Warriors getting Kevin Durant. Um, well, they didn't win 11 straight championships. Like, 
Well, I guess the Celtics, I don't think they won 11 straight, but they did win 11. Um, they didn't win. The Warriors didn't win 11 championships because they didn't have the sheer dominant roster that everybody thought they did. They only won two championships with KD, lost to the Raptors. Um, so that's why I kind of knock Bill Russell. Still think he's amazing. Super, super athletic. Um, then again, then Shaq at four. I think that Shaq's the most dominant player of the 21st century. Uh, there's nothing really negative to Shaq's game, except for the fact that he couldn't shoot, but he didn't need to shoot because he was just so dominant. Then I put Hakeem over Kareem, mostly due to Hakeem's um, defensive prowess and the season where he won Finals MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, NBA MVP. And I feel like Hakeem won his championships with less help than Kareem did because Kareem got to play with Magic Johnson. Um, and I think that kind of... I don't know if it may... It doesn't make Kareem a worse player. It just makes people see Kareem as a better player because he did get to play with the greatest point guard of all time. But with that said, all-time leading scorer, I think he could easily be number one. We'll probably have a debate when Carson gets back because Carson's really high on Kareem. Um, but he's not here today, so he's not able to debate the Kareem side, but definitely viable to put him at number one. Um, now, getting into my top 10 players of all time, number 10, I go with Shaquille O'Neal. Number nine, I go with Tim Duncan. Number eight, I go Larry Bird. Number seven, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Number six, Hakeem Olajuwon. Number five, Magic Johnson. Number four, Kobe Bryant. Number three, Wilt Chamberlain. Number two, LeBron James. Number one, Michael Jordan. First of all, I do want to say, I think Michael Jordan is the greatest player of all time. Obviously, number one on my list. Don't even think LeBron is as close as people make it. Like, they try and debate it. But there's a reason why every time LeBron James does something, people will say, is he better than Michael Jordan after he does that? Whereas when Tom Brady does something... People don't say, is he better than Joe Montana now? Because people know, once Tom Brady came back and beat the Falcons, everybody just stopped the debate. Because everyone just knew that Tom Brady was the greatest of all time. LeBron James, I think he's, obviously, he's the second greatest player of all time behind Michael Jordan. Um, I just don't think that him losing six finals is really tough for me. Uh, but obviously props to him. He made it to nine NBA Finals. That's a lot. I don't know if we'll ever see someone do that again. Um, we might. I really hope we do. But I just don't think that he has that it factor like Jordan had, even though he's a better passer than Jordan. But I think we'll have a Jordan-LeBron debate at some point, but since this is just me, I just want to get kind of my basics opinions out there. Uh, number three being Wilt Chamberlain. I've already talked about Wilt, just most dominant player of all time, most athletic player. I mean, half the time when people like put up stats and it's just like, first time since Wilt Chamberlain to do this. James Harden had his scoring streak last year of 30-point games, and he was like halfway to Wilt Chamberlain at number one. And that is just insane. Like, Scored 100 points in a game, and, I mean, Will Chamberlain just revolutionized how 
athletic he was. He also has the highest NBA vertical of all time at 48 inches, which people don't realize. And Arnold Schwarzenegger said that Wilt Chamberlain is one of the strongest people he's ever met. And that coming from Wilt, um, Arnold is like high praise because when people think strong men, they think Arnold. Um, even though Wilt was super skinny, he actually... Um, there was an article from the Kansas City Chiefs that said that they worked him out as wide receiver. And some of those coaches had said that Wilt Chamberlain would be the best wide receiver in football if he had played, if he was in playing football. Like, just absolutely incredible when it comes to athleticism. That's why I put him at three. Uh, Kobe Bryant being higher than Magic Johnson. Honestly, that just might be me being a huge Kobe fan. However, him playing a longer career then Magic, I think, plays an impact. Um, and he won two championships without Shaq and, like, winning those with Powell. Like, obviously, he won five championships. Magic won five. But Magic also had Kareem. Um, and in my list, obviously, I have Kareem better than Shaq. But Kobe also won with Powell. But I think Kobe and Magic, really interchangeable. Um, both two of the greatest Lakers of all time. I would say the two greatest Lakers of all time. I just think that Kobe's longevity just kind of puts him over the edge. Uh, then Magic Johnson, already talked about him with Kobe. Uh, Hakeem over Kareem, I've already discussed why I think that. Um, and then Larry Bird over Tim Duncan. I just think that Larry Bird played against Magic and the Showtime Lakers. And he didn't have as much help as Magic did, having just, like, Kevin McHale. I think that him being able to do that is huge. Whereas Tim Duncan had the big three in San Antonio and also David Robinson at the beginning of his career. Um, I think just Tim Duncan's had a little bit more help. That's why I put that. But obviously, I think Tim Duncan's the greatest power forward of all time. I've already gone over this. Uh, then Shaq. Shaq's one of my favorite players of all time. Uh, I've already talked about Shaq but now getting into my all time team I've already said that this will not be a best point guard, best shooting guard because you guys would already be able to figure out my team um, so this team will be designed to beat any team in any era this team would destroy at point guard it's going to be Magic Johnson I mean I it's pretty obvious you have to put Magic at point guard just Greatest passer of all time. Then I'm going to put Michael Jordan. Greatest scorer of all time. Then small forward. I'm going to be a little bit of a smaller guy. I'm going to put Kobe Bryant. Now, obviously, if you're listening to this and you're like, why isn't LeBron James in the starting lineup? Don't worry. I will get into that when I'm talking about the bench. But this team will also... Um, the starting five will all play together as a unit, and then they will all be subbed out at the same time. There's, It's not going to be staggered because all the players are so great and that you can just sub out all five at once. So these will all play together. There won't be any interchanging. Um, so Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant. Then I'm going to go with Tim Duncan. Um, and then I'm going to go with Wilt Chamberlain at center. Now I went with Wilt. Because of his athleticism, playing with Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, and Kobe Bryant, all those guys uh, will be able to run the fast break and having the most athletic center 
and in my opinion, the most athletic player to ever play the game, running on a fast break at seven feet tall and having his vertical, I think that's just way more impactful than you could have from a guy like Kareem or Hakeem. And he also is pretty solid defensively. Um, and then, obviously, Tim Duncan, just very fundamental. He's going to be able to play defense, going to be able to score the ball, but he's not going to demand the ball. The two guys that are going to score the most are going to be Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. Uh, both of them can easily get their own shot, and Magic Johnson can pass it to any of them to get their own shot, to get a shot open. Now, for the bench, this is going to be the LeBron James dream team. I think LeBron James is one of those players that needs like a really specific team around him. And what that team that LeBron needs around him is shooters. If LeBron has shooters around him, he will be able to drive. And anytime LeBron James drives, you almost have to double team him because he's just so dominant, so physical. You double team him. If he's able to kick it out, it's it's automatic if you have shooters around him. That's why the 2016 Cavaliers made the most three-pointers per game over the 2016 Golden State Warriors. Um, a lot of people during the season kind of didn't really recognize that. They were just thought, oh, yeah, it's the Warriors. Um, they're so good. They won 73 games, and they've got Stephen Clay. They've got to be the best three-point shooting team, right? It was the Cavs because they had such great shooters. That team was able to beat the Warriors. So we know what LeBron can do with shooters. So around LeBron James, I'm going to play LeBron James at power forward. Um, he obviously can. Um, he's just so dominant, so big, he'll be able to do it. Um, at point guard, I'm going to go with the greatest shooter of all time. I'm going to go with Steph Curry. And at shooting guard, it's going to be a little bit of a surprising pick. This is probably the guy that, if you looked at this list, you would say he wouldn't belong. I'm going to put Clay Thompson. I think that he's the second greatest, in my opinion, catch-and-shoot shooter of all time. I think Ray Allen is the greatest catch-and-shoot shooter. Steph Curry is the best off the dribble. But Klay Thompson has fantastic defense, and so that'll be able to help Curry because Curry is not great defensively. Whereas in the starting lineup, all of those guys are fantastic defensively. Steph Curry's not great on defense. Klay will hopefully be able to shadow that, cover whoever he's guarding, whether it be Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant or James Harden or whoever somebody wants to design a better team then. Hopefully Klay can clamp them up and then catch it when LeBron kicks it out to him. Small forward, I'm going to play Larry Bird. Um, also, for a long time, was debated with Ray Allen as who's the greatest three-point shooter. But then Steph Curry came along and just shattered the record books and the competition. Like, Steph's the greatest shooter of all time. But Larry Bird, he's also a phenomenal passer. This team, having the Splash Bros, um, LeBron and Larry Bird, all of them are very good passers. The ball movement should be very good. And then at center, I'm going to be playing a power forward. I'm going to be playing Dirk Nowitzki because I think Dirk has that stretch factor. He was kind of the first true shooting stretch big. Like obviously, there were guys before that could shoot that played the power forward or center position. But Dirk just took it to a whole new level. Um, there wouldn't be guys like Kristaps Porzingis in the NBA today if it weren't for guys like Dirk who were able to stretch the floor and knock down shots at a phenomenal rate. Um, Dirk is also very clutch. Um, obviously, this is an all-time team. You could put a ton of other players in there. Um, the reason why I didn't put Kareem is 
The only spot that I have for center on this team would be the starting lineup, and I think that having Wilt Chamberlain and that athleticism would really be the uh, ceiling factor that goes into it. Um, but that's pretty much most of the historical NBA stuff that I kind of want you guys to know as you listen to it. A um, couple other quick things that I would say. 95-96 Bulls, greatest team of all time. Um, let's see other debates that we could bring up. Uh, Paul Pierce is nowhere near as good as Dwayne Wade. Uh, that came up last year. Greatest dunker of all time, I would go with Vince Carter. Um I would say that Aaron Gordon should have beat Zach Levine in the slam dunk contest that year. Um, But so many things are going to be able to be debated in upcoming weeks on Thursdays when we have our historical NBA because as NFL is ending, we're going to be doing much more NBA stuff. Um, So Tuesday, we will come out with an NBA segment talking about current NBA. So we'll basically just be talking about games. All-star... as I'm recording this, the East All-Stars have just been announced, being, I think, off my head, it's Trey Young, Kemba Walker, Pascal Siakam, Giannis, and Joel Embiid. Um, but other than that, follow us on Twitter, at the Worst Take Pod, and interact with us. Honestly, if you think that I was wrong, tell me. I want to debate it. I love debating. That's why we started this show. Um... That's why we got worst take going. Matt, Carson, and I love to talk sports, love to talk anything. So hit us up on Twitter. You can DM us um, also. But that seems to be all. And hopefully we got more people when I see you guys on Tuesday. Thank you.